O send out thy light and thy truth that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 149 on page 525. O oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, let the congregation of saints praise him. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him, and let the children of Sion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance, let them sing praises unto him with tabret and harp. For the Lord hath pleasure in his people, and helpeth the meek-hearted. Let the saints be joyful with glory, let them rejoice in their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hands. To be avenged of the nations, and to rebuke the peoples. To bind their kings in chains, and their nobles with links of iron. To execute judgment upon them, as it is written, such honor have all his saints. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here beginneth the seventh chapter of the book of Genesis. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. You shall take with you seven, each of every clean animal, a male and his female, two each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female, and also seven each of the birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days I will cause it to rain on the earth forty days and forty nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood waters were on the earth. So Noah with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean animals, of animals that are unclean, of birds, and of everything that creeps on the earth, two by two they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. 
It came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. The 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, and the 17th day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were open. The rain was on the earth forty days and forty nights. On, that, on the very same day Noah and Noah's son, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of all flesh, which is the breath of life. So those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Now the flood was on the earth forty days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth and upon all high hills, under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed fifteen cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds and cattle and beasts, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, and every man. All in whose nostrils was the breath of spirit of life, all that was on the dry land died. So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the earth, both man and cattle, creeping things, and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, o Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I began at the 14th verse of the seventh chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. When he had called all the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear me, everyone, and understand. There is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered a house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. So he said to them, Are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside cannot defile him, because it does not enter his heart, but his stomach, and is eliminated, thus purifying all foods? And he said, What comes out of a man, that defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. 
All these evil things come from within and defile a man. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses, may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness, the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, 
neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, it's interesting here in our Old Testament lesson, this looking at the flood and the the the, the notion of God meeting out punishment on the earth for the the sins and wickedness of mankind here and it's interesting that you know god has a power of creation he could have waited till after the flood and then repopulated the earth with the animals for example yet he chose to have noah and his family gather up these animals and in a way it it highlights that God's design for humanity is always been and always will be a partnership. He wants us to participate in, in our own spiritual life and the renewal and, and, and the life of the world. He wants us to participate with him in his mission on the earth. And so here he has Noah gathering up the animals and making him a a partner, but also have certain responsibilities. Our relationship with God does not absolve us of our responsibilities to this world. And so in this the the account we see, especially in the ancient church, always saw Noah's Ark as a a prefiguring of the church and of Jesus's mission with us. So it was often like the, the ark was likened to the cross, this wood saving humanity. And so for the early church fathers, they saw the, the ark as a prefiguring of the church itself, where we are rescued from the coming destruction of the earth. The and in the flood we see a a foretaste of the new creation where things are wiped clean but then made new again. You know when we in the resurrection it will not be a something entirely different than what we're used to. It'll be a remade creation that we will understand and fully grasp. But there will be still be things of this world that we, through our love of God, have bring with us in a sense and renew and bring to the new creation. And it's interesting with today's lessons that we have in this talking about, you know, we, we previously read where he was, Noah was supposed to bring two animals of every, every kind. And here we talk about seven for the, the clean animals and just two for the unclean animals and we shouldn't think of this as unclean animals in the sense of eating that we get later on in the covenant god has with his people this is more of the clean animals are the ones that are are suitable for sacrifice to god so this having more animals meant that as we will see when 
Noah and his, his family is delivered back onto the dry land, they're able to at, offer sacrifice to God in thanksgiving. But this, but that plays into our New Testament lesson where Jesus is talking about what defiles a man, what that food and things like this don't defile man. It's what comes out of man that defiles him. And this is getting at a very important point in, in the Christian life is the idea of intention, what we intend to do with things, what comes out of us, and the reasons why we do things. Only humans have this what's called intentionality, that they can reach out and make certain choices through their, their, their consciousness and their acts of will. And so nothing that we take in is necessarily bad or defiles us. It's how we intend to do things or how we intend to use things. You know, if we think about is pushing someone bad or good, it depends on the circumstances. If you're pushing someone out of the way of a moving vehicle, it's good. If you're pushing someone into the path of a moving vehicle, that's bad. It's all about our intention and what we're trying to do. And so that's always important to remember is what's in our hearts and in combination with our wills and our intellect, why are we doing things? What is our intention? What are we trying to do? And so it's always the task of the Christian life is to make our wills conform to God's will, to make our decisions compatible with God's decisions. And how we do that and how it was always intended is through repeated training to repeat these things and do them over and over again. That was the intent of the, the, the law. It was to conform ourselves to God's will, not by just following rules, but by doing these repeated acts that are in conformity with God's will can eventually lead someone to change their hearts so that you start to do them naturally. You know, it's something akin to going to church on Sunday. You know, at first you go to church because you you have to and you're supposed to. And then eventually, slowly, hopefully, that you start to go to church naturally where you still make that decision, you still have that intention to go to church, but where the alternative not going to church is no longer comprehensible to you you can't even think that you can't even imagine not going to church so hopefully that makes sense but it you do things in conformity with god's will and eventually his will becomes your will so that you do things for the right reasons so just some thoughts about today's lessons O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. 
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfailingly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who whom with thee in the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Saturday. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. I took notes. Bye.